Hot. And the inaugural Africa Investment Forum will kick off in Johannesburg from tomorrow till Friday. The African Development Bank says this is not going to be a mere talk shop, but will involve the signings of numerous deals. This is part of its mission to plug the investment gaps that African states are facing. President of the African Development Bank, Dr. Akinwumi Adesina, came into studio earlier to speak to us about the institution's role as a development bank and what we should expect in the next few days. Well, first and foremost, I want to say that I'm so delighted that President Sri Ramaphosa decided to host the Africa Investment Forum yes. and also the premier of Horton province that we've been working with actively for the last several months. Right. You know, it's Africa's investment, premier investment forum. What we're trying to do is essentially to leverage you know, global capital and also to mobilize domestic capital to go into the areas of priority in, uh, that we think Africa needs, right. uh, especially in the areas of energy, in the areas of inter- uh, infrastructure, transport, utilities, uh, in terms of water, and also in terms of agriculture and financial services. You know, those, this is all about how Africa presents itself as a market-oriented destination, not as a development destination. Uh, where Africa actually presents itself with bankable projects that people will look at and then how we de-risk those projects for people. What I just want to say about this Africa Investment Forum is that it's not just like another forum where we're going to have another talk. No, yes, yes, this is that's not, the worry, of course. Yeah, no, this mm-hmm. is not a talk shop. The, this is a 100% transactional forum. That means you're actually going to sign deals in Absolutely. the next few days. Absolutely. You know, and uh, as we speak, we've been working on this for the last several months and it's not an event. You know, it just happens to be the culmination of what's going to happen for conversations between investors and promoters and the multilateral finance institutions and other African development finance institutions. But actually, it is an ongoing process right. in which we help to develop, um, you know, uh, with private sector, their bankable projects in which we, you know, we see right through those projects. Uh, we, inter, you know, intermediate those projects with those that want to invest in them around the world and we set up platforms to reduce the risk, whether it's market risk, whether it's political risk, whether it is project risk or financial risk, and then to accelerate the closure of the deals. So essentially what makes this so unique, you know, as an Africa's investment forum, it is totally transactional. And the end game is to be able to fast track projects. As we speak right now for uh, this forum, we have a total of 303 uh, deals that are already on the table with a total value of $208.8 billion That's that amazing. are going to be discussed And, and, and just this year alone We're going to discuss uh, about 65 of those deals In boardroom sessions I said it, boardroom sessions These are going to be very interactive Intense discussions uh, in boardroom sessions In which I must say heads of state are going to sit Because they're not used to that You know, Heads of state will sit around the table in these boardrooms Market their projects in their countries and ask them the quite I mean answer the question um, policy uh, legal uh, regulatory business investment what's it going to change to make me invest that that really interests me from a number of points of view because as as you're well aware heads of state are not not often called upon to do that often the electorate doesn't even demand that of them at the ballot yeah so, so in other words you're saying a lot of African countries are going to be sitting there competing for finance, and, and they're going to have to essentially come up with the best, the best environment for the kind of funding they're asking for. Absolutely. I think Africa is on the watch. I think the countries are also on the watch. You know, capital does not, 
you know, just go anywhere. Capital goes to where it's, you know, it's comfortable in, yes. you know, where the environment is good, the policies are predictable. And that's exactly what the countries are doing. Let me say, for example, we have at the African Development Bank, we've been working with World Bank and International Monetary Fund and African countries and German Chancellor Michael, I was just with, with her last week, you know, on what is called Compact with Africa, uh, wherein the countries have agreed to um, a set of policy and, and, and regulatory reforms that are going to change. And I must tell you, those countries that are making those reforms, that are making those changes, are seeing significant increase in foreign direct investment. You know, in, since 2015, the countries that are doing the right things among those compact with Africa countries have seen foreign direct investment rise by $150 billion. So reforms are important. As much as people want to do business, I want to do business where I think I can do business. I want to ask you about the issue of doing the right things, because the perception often is that if it is the IMF or the World Bank that you're going to to ask for for money, uh, that, that certain requirements will be put in place that will be driven by a Western agenda of what the definition of right things is. What is, what is your role as such a large stakeholder in the bigger picture mean in terms of deciding which African countries get what kind of funding based on, on particular principles? Well, you know, I think our role, you know, and my role as president of African Development Bank is to is to is to market Africa properly. Is to make sure that Africa, uh, the perception of risk is reduced significantly in Africa. The real risk of investing in Africa, I must say, it's much lower than the perceived risk of lending uh, in Africa. And so, what we try to do as the bank is to say, well, if let me take South Africa. Yes. You know, right here in South Africa, you know, as a bank, we invest in about $5.4 billion in South Africa. You know, we've had that since 1998, but current portfolios are about $4.8 billion. And we're going to invest an additional $1.3 billion between this year and next year in South Africa. What are the things that we ask for? We basically are asking, we invest in, in ESCOM. We say, well, good governance, accountability. Government is trying to do that, yes. putting in place a new board. So we are very exigent uh, on these issues. Uh, we ask the question about it's not just where you put the money. Is this going to lead to environmental and social degradation? And so there's an accountability for the environment and climate. And the other thing that we ask questions about is that what's the governance structure of the of the entity? If we're going to make a private equity investment in something, how is it governed? You know, what's the governance, transparency, accountability? So on this platform, we are actually going to help to uh, being involved as multilateral finance institutions to obviously say, let's have conversations for transparent conversations. Let's make sure there's accountability. Let's make sure we're respecting the environmental and social safeguards that are very crucial. And finally, let's make sure that transa those transactions are being done in a way that is equitable and fair. Because we bring our own capacity to it and say, well, look, you can't just sign off on something that is not to the benefit of your country on the long term. So we try to even out the asymmetric nature sometimes of negotiations that African countries get into and they don't have the capacity to negotiate and navigate their ways through. Those are the things we bring to the table. How close is your monitoring? I mean, once you've decided, for example, that Eskom, uh, for argument's sake, ha has earned a certain amount of finance from you, uh, how close is the monitoring process, given that we've had multiple examples in, the, on, in this country of, of what look to be turnarounds at the start of the process, but, but uh, along the way, people simply lose themselves. The, the plan falls apart 
apart. And we see those state-owned entities, for example, returning to the previous situation in, in which they found themselves. Well, I, I must say that, you know, you know, accountability is, is, is critical, uh, uh, for us. And, you know, but we, 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 we invest in South Africa. You know, we invest in, uh, 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 ESCOM. You know, we've, we've done billions of dollars of investment in ESCOM. And I must say our investments have continued to pay off, uh, uh, in, uh, in ESCOM. You know, we, we invested to help um, you know, with the Medupi power plant here, which uh, allows you to have about uh, 2,638 megawatts of power. Uh, we just um, did in September this year $218 million of additional investment for ESCOM to have transmission capacity to, towards uh, KwaZulu-Natal and other Mpulanga province and things like that that they need power. You know, it's great uh, to make those investments. Of course, they have their challenges, and I think the right things are being done to clean that up. I know I want to commend South Africa on, on on that. I think the president it's put in the, uh, the, the, the you know his hand on, on that as as the shield. But we monitor uh, a lot of our work. You know we are delighted, for example, in agriculture in this country. We still need to do a lot more, mm-hmm. especially in the communal areas. Mm-hmm. We did a billion rand, um, you know, uh, lending to the. Um, uh, land and Agricultural Development Bank. You know, so we do so much here, but monitoring um, uh, is crucial, accountability, and making sure that communities have a voice. Because at the end of the day, even if you land in communities, you can't just take away their land. You've got to have a voice. And, that, you know, for us as a bank, we even say, why can't the communities have a share equity in, in, in some of the uh, uh, projects that comes to communities? So we want accountability at all levels. You know, it's an interesting thing, the the balance that you have to create, because on the one hand, you, you say that your investments have certainly paid off in terms of what the bank has been able to provide. Uh, perhaps Eskom, to some extent, has benefited from those things. But people on the ground are not necessarily feeling that. How how do you ensure that any investment that you can offer will actually trickle down to the people on the ground and change their quality of life? I think the way to look at it is to ask a counterfactual question. What will have happened if we had not made the investments, because sometimes people think, oh, you know, we, if we, you know, what's the impact of the investment? Well, if you turn the water off and you didn't make the investment, what will happen? That means South Africa will not have had actually steady electricity. That means the homes will not have been powered. That means industrial growth will have gone down. So that you feel those things, but sometimes you don't really know. It's almost like, you know, a, 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 a medicine in your body. You don't know what it is doing. That's the impact. You know, I went to, uh, uh to, to, um, uh, one of the communities uh, in in, uh, in Kenya recently, and we invested a lot in what we call last mile connectivity, which is to connect households that are poor to the greed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was walking right through in this particular village, and there was a lady right behind me whose name was Grace, and interestingly, my wife's name is Grace. So she just said, "Well, you know," um, they said, "In front of you is the president of the African Development Bank." And she said, well, you know, I don't know the president of the African Development Bank, and I don't even know the African Development (laughs) Bank. All I know is that we didn't have electricity, and now we do. Mm. And for me, that's exactly what we do. Sometimes you may be a little bit like a uh, hidden fly on the wall. Uh, It's better for your impact to be seen and to be talked about by what it delivers on the ground. For us as a a bank, even just this year alone, we connected about 4.4 million people to electricity. We supported infrastructure that allowed about 17 million people in Africa to have access to uh, good roads and transport Mm -hmm. and over 14 million people in terms of access to good water and sanitation. We will continue to do more as African Development Bank. 
we put people at the center of development. I think development starts with people. It's always about people. It has to be accountable for people. You know, I want to ask you about the issue of small businesses here because mm-hmm. the worry is that the multinationals benefit from these sorts of deals that are going to be signed. How important uh, is what you do over the next few days going to be for, for the ordinary person, a person in Kailicha or in Soweto or in Ekuruleni who's trying to start a small business, uh, simply doesn't have the means, doesn't perhaps have, a, have an education, so has not been able to put together a business plan, but, but has a great idea and has the, uh, the should we say the the uh, the sort of talent the the flair to start a business and, and to get it off the ground and and the committed uh, the co- continued commitment to be able to keep that business going what what does it mean for that small business person yeah you know as businesses shouldn't grow in islands they have to be connected to others mm-hmm. and, and and we when we invest in businesses we invest in businesses that are connected to small and medium sized enterprises because as you know 90% of the businesses in Africa are small and medium sized enterprises so that's one the second one is that we as a bank actually invest massively in lines of credit for many commercial banks in South Africa and others we work with developing bank of South Africa and mm-hmm. others so that they can actually give lines of credit that touches in particular the small and medium sized enterprises and the third is that most small and medium sized enterprises is their major challenge is simply the regulatory environment around them. You know, uh, they are overtaxed, mm-hmm. you know, and too much regulations around them. If you really want small and medium-sized enterprises to go, you've got to really reduce the, the regulations around them. You know, and I'm, I, I must say I'm so delighted, you know, here in South Africa, we're having the Africa Investment Forum, you know, here and at Asantin, and over 90% of all the work that's done there, it's done by smaller and medium-sized enterprises that's in South right. Africa. And that's the kind of thing we want to see. You, you know, many African countries are turning to China and, and other partners for finance. In South Africa, there's talk of a BRICS bank to plug the funding investment gap. What makes the African Development Bank a more attractive partner than the others? Well, first, it is called the African Development Bank. <laughs> you know, we are Africa's bank. And, you know, it's not just the name, it's because of what we do. It's where Africa's trusted institution, you know, so that brand is there. Second is that others may come in, people may come into Africa and say, gee, it's very risky here. You know, we just, you know, like a flash in the pan. We come in, we come out when we choose. No, the African Development Bank is here to stay. You know, whether it's even in fragile states where people don't want to stay, uh, you know, or invest, we invest there. You know, as president of African Development Bank, I'm not running away. My job is to make sure African countries remain resilient and they, they, they can grow and, and, and that's what we do. But having said that, you know, we know we can't do it alone. Partnerships are very important to us. In New Development Bank, we, we have presidents of the Islamic Development Bank, of the European Investment Bank, European Bank for Reconstruction and Development, and, and several others that are going to be here through this week. So it's about how we work together. It's about how we leverage resources. It's about how we scale up our financing because what Africa needs for development is beyond what African Development Bank alone can do. But we're working smart by leveraging a lot, both in terms of of others, but even our own domestic capital markets. So good speaking to you. I'm eager to see what comes out of the next few days. Dr. Akimumi Adesina, President of the African Development Bank Group.